Welcome to Fashion Your Seatbelt, your first class seat to one-on-one -on -one conversations with the fashion industry's top voices. I'm Jessica Michaud, and I created this podcast to share the joy I have in getting to know all the amazing people who bring this creative, inventive, and extraordinary business to life. You'll get to hear the cadence of their voices, the sound of their laughter, and feel firsthand how passionate they are about what they do. But before we get this show on the road, I want to say a quick thank you to GPS Radar for making this episode possible. GPS Radar is the members-only website where leading fashion brands and media connect. Also, I just want to remind you to leave a review. Stars are really trending right now, and it helps other very stylish listeners like yourself find the show. Now buckle up, and let's get started. I have followed the career of designer Marco DiVincenzo since his very first show when he started his brand back in 2009, and it has been a privilege to watch him grow into one of the most exciting fashion designers working today. If you're doing the math, you now know that this year marks the 10th anniversary of the launch of the Marco DiVincenzo brand. It also happens to be the year that Marco turns 40 and the year he launches his first menswear collection, which he will do later this month at Pituomo in Florence. And besides running his own signature label, Marco also juggles his gig as the creative head of leather goods at Fendi, alongside his mentor, Silvia Venturini Fendi. Marco's aesthetic is very distinctive. The rainbow has almost become like a trademark for his designs. Or maybe it's fringing. Or perhaps it's Lorix knits. Actually, now that I think about it, it's all three of those things. He's also very good at coming up with accessories that have launched a thousand copies. What is it they say? Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery? But beside those designer building blocks, Marco's work also has other important fundamental features, like his true artisanal understanding of how to manipulate and craft leather goods, and his ability to constantly revisit his Italian heritage and his designs in new, unexpected, and heartfelt ways. The fashion industry's confidence in Marco's talents as a designer is underlined by the fact that the LVMH Group signed a partnership deal with the designer back in 2014, taking a 45% stake in the company. And then this year, a new partner, Marco Panzeri, acquired a 35% stake in the business, with Panzeri coming in as the new chief executive officer of the company. All of which is to say that I felt like now was the perfect moment to sit down with Marco for a good long chat, to reflect back on the first decade of his business, to talk about the challenges and the successes, and to lay out his goals for the future of his upbeat fashion label. First of all, grazie, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, it's really <laughs> nice you. of you to do it. Um, I'm, I wanted to do some research on you, and when I started doing research on you, granted we've known each other for a very long time, but this year you're turning 40. That's got to be a huge deal for you, no? I mean, that's like a moment where you kind of take stock on your life, right? 40 is a, it's a strange age because you, you did a lot, but you want to do much more. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not the best uh, age for, for me because I feel to be more... Um, Younger than, than 40. Me too, so me too. Yeah. I stopped aging so, at 25. 40, what, what does it mean to be 40 today? I, I don't know, it doesn't matter. But, 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 it, but it's a number that has a, a value. Mm -hmm. uh, and 10 years uh, as a designer for a marketing Yeah, because you started chances. your so it's brand a, it's in a very, Yes, it's a very yeah. important uh, year because... Uh, uh, 10 years uh, as an independent designer, because when I started I was uh, completely alone. Uh, it's a very, very hard experience because uh, uh, it's like fighting uh, every time to get everything. 
Uh, it was a very, very important uh, story. Not easy, not always easy, because uh, it's very difficult to create uh, a new brand, to, to start by yourself, uh, funding everything by yourself. Uh, you, you meet uh, wrong people and you, 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 you need to come back to your path and to find uh, who believes in your project exactly like you. Mm -hmm. When I started, uh, Italy needed uh, some new voices and, uh, and immediately I was one of, of those. And uh, I remember the energy of the first time that was uh, in, here in Paris. Yeah, your first show was in Paris. Yes, in, uh, during the Couture mm -hmm. week, uh, in, out of the official calendar. Mm -hmm. It was a very, very magic moment because uh, I, I really was starting without knowing exactly what to do. Uh, the only uh, sure uh, thing was uh, a friend, Angelo Sensini. Mm -hmm who said, okay, come to Paris, so we try a, a way to, we find a way to present your collection. And uh, it was uh, very, very incredible. Uh, I, I, I moved from Rome to Paris with two big luggage, with 20 pieces mm -hmm. of couture, because uh, it was, uh, they, it they, they were uh, very, very handmade. And everything happened that day. I remember a very, very big venue <laughs> with uh, uh, many, many empty chairs, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, a few important people uh, who maybe recognized something in my, my work. And I remember the day after some, uh, the first article uh, about my work, uh, something happened because uh, my name was uh, a name and uh, I was uh, officially a designer who was trying to, to, to start mm -hmm. to, to work. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, 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 the rest is uh, my, 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 my story, a long, a long story. Well, let's go back to the beginning of your story. Yeah. Born in Sicily? Yes. yes. Can you talk a little bit about what uh, it was like growing up, maybe your first connection to fashion, and how did you find that Sicily, this is your path? Sicily is very far from, uh, from fashion. Yeah. And I, I remember fashion was uh, uh, something very, very a dream. But, but I was at, at the same time sure fashion was uh, important in, uh, in my life. And uh, everybody uh, knew about my, this strong passion. Well, how for did, me, the, how did you, was there somebody in your life that introduced you to fashion? I, was it television? I, no, what nothing, was your, how did you... nothing. I remember a very, very a strong passion for the um, the, sacre, the, oh, the sacred images? Uh, yes, mm -hmm. I remember a collection of that, those and fashion was uh, uh, on those kind of details. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but it was when I was 14 mm -hmm. that I, I always loved design, but everything. But it was when I was 14 that I, I, I tried to, I don't remember, I, I remember the day, mm -hmm. but I don't remember the reason. Mm -hmm. But I tried to sketch some clothes and mm -hmm. I said, okay, that's it. My creativity and my talent for sketching mm -hmm. Uh, close to fashion design uh, works and uh, and uh, and I realized that fashion for me was the the key my mm -hmm. yes my my personal way to express my creativity mm -hmm. didn't you also I know when with this particular collection your most recent one you talked about your aunt who had yeah. come from the States was that part of that t same time I started a few seasons ago to discover some something about my my past and, mm -hmm. uh, and to uh, using Sicily as a, a starting point yes. uh, Sicily was uh, important in my life but I never thought to use it uh, as uh, an inspiration. Mm -hmm. 
and and it was a very very natural to 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 think okay let's try to to use my past and to understand exactly what Sicily represents for me as a creative uh, person. Fashion was everywhere, was in my uh, American aunt visiting us every summer uh, for uh, her holidays, was uh, in, uh, in, in every detail, but I didn't, I didn't know when you are a child and you are simply curious about everything. What I remember about her, it's about fashion, it's mm -hmm. about her way to, to express herself, about uh, uh, the, the way she, uh, the, the fashion she loved and, she, and uh, her, her taste in, uh, in in doing in, in making uh, uh, in, in living uh, if you are Sicilian uh, you, you fashion is far but uh, every child can can find a way to mm -hmm. to to interpret it and to, to find it to even, find yeah. yes mm -hmm. because fashion is is really everywhere yeah also when in a, in a small city in mm -hmm. a small island where where does not the the, the fashion business and mm -hmm. uh, Yes, I remember in my city there was uh, just one store where the window was uh, the same for uh, one or two months. Yeah. They, 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 they had some beautiful piece from Versace, from Valentino. Mm -hmm. Fashion was uh, just really something unknown and, but very, very interesting and very... And how was your and how was your family in reaction? Were you like, all right, I want to work in fashion. You're 14. You kind of have this, you know, they, revelation and and because are you an only child? I don't know this. Are you? Uh, I I have a brother. Uh -huh. He's a doctor and he lives in Milano. Oh, so completely different. Completely different. <laughs> yes. No, they they always knew and supported me uh -huh. uh, about my creativity on my creativity. And so when I when I was sixteen, uh, seventeen, we we started to talk about my future and about my possibilities and uh, they were sure I was uh, I needed to to leave because uh, in Sicily it was impossible to yeah. study fashion and uh, so it, they they supported me from the beginning yes I, I must say that they, they were my first supporters yeah, and they are still my 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 first biggest, support yeah. yes yeah, the biggest yes because uh, because they were sure I I I, I needed something uh, special in uh, in my life and they and so and you left and you studied where then i i had classical studies mm -hmm. after graduating mm -hmm. uh, i moved to rome to study fashion for three years mm -hmm. uh, without uh, knowing exactly anything about my my future mm -hmm. and uh, i i suffered a lot living in sicily because i loved sicily mm -hmm. my friends were there i yeah. i so it was a fashion to, to be more important than the rest. Yeah. And Rome was uh, the, the, the most beautiful city, uh, yes. It uh, is beautiful. Uh, yes, it, it was beautiful. It, it was uh, tender. It was uh, so similar to the, to the south. It, it was very, very important for me to move from Sicily to Rome because they are similar. Rome is not uh, so different because of the, of the weather, of the beauty around. Yeah. So it was... a. Uh, a soft uh, moving, uh, mm -hmm. yes. A soft landing. Yes, yes, absolutely. And then, and then knowing nobody, you almost, but you almost immediately meet your like second, your Roman mother, your second mother with, and you meet up and you get hired at uh, Fendi. I think you were 21, was that yes, right? So you've after, only been there a yes, couple of years. After and... three years at Instituto Europeo di Design, my yeah. school, I, I started, after a few months, I started at Fendi. I knew from my school, they, they were looking for a designer and, mm -hmm. and uh, they uh, 
they are uh, planning a day open to, to meet the students. And I was working at the time, and my school um, wasn't sure about me because uh, they, they, they thought, okay, you are working. Uh, you're already you, good, you you've got a job. Good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, give the opportunity to other students. But Fendi <laughs> was uh, too important for me. In that moment, I was loving uh, Fendi. And I said, no, I have to go, I have to go. And I, I, I went by, by myself without without the permission of my school. Oh. Yes, yes, it was oh, a very a yes, a, a, daring a, yes. badass. Okay. Yes. No, yeah. I I went there and, and I met uh, Frida Giannini and Alessandro Michele. Oh wow. Okay. Before Silvia Fendi. Mm -hmm. And uh, Yeah, Silvia always tells me that, you know, you guys and Pierpaolo and uh, Maragatti and everybody like everyone's yeah. gone through Silvia's doors at Fendi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the day after, I remember they called me immediately and they said, "Okay, If you want to start, you can start to work with us on the bags. And it was uh, the first problem because uh, I, I was, uh, yes, very, very scared because uh, bags was, weren't in my, in my vision. I always uh, uh, have dreamt about uh, uh, fashion. Uh, ready to wear. Ready to wear. Yeah. Uh, and they said, no, for, for, for us, you can work on, on bags. For us, it's, it's the same. You'll see that bags at Fendi are a beautiful, a beautiful uh, thing. No kidding. And uh, it was true. It was true. Bags were uh, incredible. Creativity was uh, incredible. I, I worked with uh, Frida and Alessandro just for uh, one year and a half. And it was very, very important for me because they were the, the first to, 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 to teach me something about, uh, not only about uh, bags, but about taste, about fashion, because uh, I was very young, like a sponge. Everything was new for me because the school uh, is not the same. Uh, of course. You know. Uh, Alessandro was exactly the same of today, the same person. I remember, I recognize every, every, in every detail he's doing. Uh, now at Gucci, you now recognize at Gucci, it, yeah. Yes, absolutely, in every, every detail. Frida was a very, very strong woman, mm -hmm. uh, less tender than Alessandro, very, very organized, very, very, very incredible as a coordinator, mm -hmm. yes, less creative uh, Maybe, but mm -hmm. very, very, very strong. Mm -hmm. She was uh, at the moment in that moment the the head of the the leather goods office, yeah. and uh, and she was uh, incredible to manage uh, all the people and to create the collections. Uh, That's so a, great to see that balance of like the kind of the business, the technical, and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. that maybe she gave you, and then this the fantasy and the creative. Yes, that Alessandra gave yes, you. Yes, because Alessandra was the creative uh, side of mm -hmm. the the yes, and there was. Of course, I'm more interested in him because uh, I, I love to uh, sketching and uh, and uh, when Alessandro uh, was asking, okay, today Marco, think about some belt, for example, some. Uh, yeah, it was very nice because uh, it was the first time I was sketching something, and that thing was a uh, concrete, real. After becoming a, reality, a couple yeah. of months, yes, yeah. it was becoming a reality. Uh, Frida was very, very. Um, different. I remember uh, both in a in a good in a good way. Of course, uh, the the attitude uh, and the creativity of Alessandro and uh, his very his incredible talent to sketch bags and to think about accessories. Uh, 
is something I try to, to learn every, every day because I was more interested in, uh, in what he it was uh, Yeah, you had a more of a kinship yes, to that. absolutely. Yeah. I, I've never been interested in what Frida was doing, mm-hmm. but because uh, I'm a creative person, not, mm-hmm. uh, uh, not a business uh, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. That is a problem if you create a brand. <laughs> yes, I must say. Yes, but, I can okay. imagine. But you have to. You've learn got to find something. your yes. gay partner for La- the business La- side. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And. Um, and then what about Sylvia? When did she come into your life? No, Sylvia. How- Sylvia uh, immediately, but Sylvia, she was working with us, but the office in that moment was more and more close to uh, Alessandro Frida. Yes, yeah, Sylvia mm-hmm. was uh, the creative director when they left and they moved to to Gucci. Mm-hmm. Uh, Silvia was sure to invest in me. Uh, imagine uh, a child, a very, very junior designer who tries to sketch something under uh, her point of view. Yes, and she falls in love with something uh, because she recognized in you something uh, maybe she was missing in mm-hmm. the moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, when she said, okay, let's try Marco uh, together now that the office is, uh, it needs creativity yeah. because uh, they are moving. Let's start together and uh, I'm still working with that. Yeah, it's so. a very long romantic love affair, yes. the two of you. Yes, we never fight for... it. Uh, it yeah. was, it, it's a very, very special story. She was the first to know my ambition, mm-hmm. everything. And she uh, was always supportive. She was at yes, all of your shows, always, always at the front row, she always was the, bringing people. Yes, she was the first to support me. I remember our lunch when I said, Sylvia, I, I need to, to, to find something else in my life. I'm very, very in love with the bags, with Fendi. I, I don't want to go away, but I think I, I need to add something uh, in my creativity. I remember she said, Try, try. Mm-hmm. You, you need. The creativity doesn't need any stop, never. But, I mean, it's one thing to support somebody you think has a lot of talent to start a small, you know, small, open their own brand and start a small brand. But you're now 10 years in and you're balancing being head designer for leather goods yeah. at Fendi and your own job. Yeah. I mean, not to put a fine point on it, but you always look to- totally exhausted. Like, you are working flat out all the time. Yeah. How, what... How do you do it? I mean, how do you balance, have a work-life balance? What I realized in these uh, 10 years is that if you are creative uh, and you love what you do, you find uh, um, more energy, a kind of energy you don't know to have. Yes, Mm -hmm. you discover uh, more and more day by day that you can do more than you was expecting. I remember at Fendi, they were a bit scared because they, they... they thought, okay, but Marco, can you, can you work on both projects without losing creativity? After one year, they were sure I was uh, doing could, perfectly you had both. And, yeah. uh, and there was, a, yes, of course, I, I started to work all the day mm-hmm. because Fendi was uh, for the day life mm-hmm. and Marco De Vincenzo was for the night mm-hmm. life. I remember, but, I, but it was too important for me to... Mm-hmm. to, to yes, and it was... A, so uh, emotional to move from a brand, a luxurious brand where everything was possible, mm-hmm. to uh, a, a small brand where everything was possible in terms of creativity, but mm-hmm. nothing was possible in terms of money. And, uh, and uh, creativity sometimes needs that kind of... Uh, of because uh, you, you find uh, 
the perfect solution if you well, yeah, don't, you have those limited yes, limited you, you get creative lim- yes yeah. I, I i i must say that i i never 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 loved completely what i did never never if you're satisfied yes then just i'm hang never up satisfied your, yeah, i'm never satisfied your... and i yeah. i yes the limits are the first thing of the day after mm-hmm. for me Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I, I. But then you're talking about having limits and being creative within the limits of Marco Di Vincenzo. But yeah. in, but then in 2014, here comes LVMH knocking at yeah. your door saying, "We'd like yeah. to invest." I was, I was uh, quite dying because uh, it was impossible for me to fund my project by myself. And I remember I met uh, Bernard Arnault in Paris, and they said, "Okay, we believe in you." We want. Uh, well, that's nice. Bernardo yeah, says yes. we believe in you. Yeah. That's we believe not in nothing. You. We believe in uh, in your dream because mm-hmm. uh, you you know you are working very very hard to to combine everything, and we are very very happy about what you are doing at Fendi. So they said, okay, let's try and uh, to understand if there's something we can do. We signed a partnership mm-hmm. uh, that for me was a revolution because I remember. I remember, first of all, fabrics, mm. fabrics, embroideries, everything. Yes, creativity was uh, exactly in the perfect uh, place because uh, I, for the first time, uh, I could do exactly what, what, what was in my mind. So mm. that collection was a very, very important uh, for the codes of my brand. Mm-hmm. The first season of uh, Lurex in multicolor, uh, pleated skirts and uh, outfits, uh, the optical uh, macrame, yeah. the, the, the tridimensional uh, optical art uh, mm-hmm. on, on some coat. Yes, it was a very, very important collection because uh, it, express, it still expresses one side of my, my creativity. Mm-hmm. At the same time, i like to change and to experiment every season because mm-hmm. uh, I think uh, it's, uh, it's true, it's authentic. We mm-hmm. change our vision, our mind, mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, you can't uh, stop changing uh, and what you do and yeah. evolving. Yeah. Yes. Well, tell me then, for somebody, I mean, I know you have followed you <clears> from the beginning, but for somebody who doesn't know the Marco Di Vincenzo brand, I mean, I could probably list them on my hand, all of the different codes, but could you explain the brand in a few words? What are the codes of your house, let's say? My approach is always uh, that, okay, let's try to, to, to think different, to do something that is not uh, uh, exactly the same you, you can find uh, every, everywhere. There's an eccentric side because I'm never scared about colors, about uh, strange combinations, about materials. It's not uh, uh, a brand for uh, every day, it's not casual, it's not... Uh, street style it's just uh, uh, clothing for a special moments mm-hmm. uh, and uh, i i fa- i like the idea of a new collector of uh, of dresses uh, marco de vincenzo is a multicolored brand uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and loves uh, that kind of uh, um, freedom just a woman can can have when when she decides to to be To, to emerge from the from from the streets because of course many 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 of my pieces are they're statement very, pieces very, yes yeah, statement yeah, yeah. pieces a statement is a, something i like mm-hmm. uh, if i think about uh, crystal mm-hmm. boots if i think about uh, a pink fringed coat yeah. uh, if i think about a lurex multicolor dress mm-hmm. yes it's a it's a statement piece it's something you can recognize mm-hmm. and you can find uh, 
very, very eye-catching, very, very... Well, well, what I really think is interesting about that is that your brand was born, I think, pretty much around the same time that Instagram was born. And yeah. your clothing is like catnip yeah. for Instagram. And you have a lot of amazing, young, beautiful, I guess, influencers who have really brought your your clothing and your designs, you know, a greater reach. Could you talk a little bit about how Instagram and maybe also influencers has, has kind of impacted, because you had no budget back then, you had nothing, and, and I think that was a hugely impactful yeah. part of. Instagram was uh, perfect for my, my, my work, but I, I, I really mm, discovered this uh, perfection of uh, communication, because uh, if you are very, very strong and, and visive, uh in, in in what you do instagram is is perfect because yeah. uh, if you yes for for e-commerce for instagram uh, every every single piece that is very very eye-catching is perfect but uh, i i really but i never thought too much about mm. that there, i you simply didn't have all did strategy. what i what i loved no mm-hmm. strategy wasn't never never in my mind that is not always uh, good mm-hmm. not always had to help mm-hmm. me to develop my brand because mm-hmm. of course uh, Strategy is a, a very important uh, word in mm-hmm. uh, in, uh, in fashion. In fashion, sure. But I never, never thought too much. I I'm I'm a, uh, the kind of person who likes to do do okay. do and express. But, and, but and then, do you? But now, today, is there a st- is there a strategy in terms of like bringing in brand ambassadors or or yes, influencers? Yes, of course. Or, I now, mean, how do you feel you, about that? Now that that I'm more curious. Curious. I I live with Instagram all every day. Mm-hmm. I meet artists, uh, influencers mm-hmm. that I like, and I simply can write to them and just say, "I'm Marco De Vincenzo. Do you do do you want to collaborate with me?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it 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 it's a dream really mm-hmm. because uh, you you can uh, show simply what you do. It's easy to, for example, to understand what people. Uh, once by by you, but what yeah. you do, why they choose something and not something else? Than something else, the the way they they combine what you do with something else, it's a it's a very very easy in a certain way to work in fashion today from that kind. Uh, you get that, that instant side. feedback. You get it. What is difficult is that we are too many, 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 many designers. Yeah. So it's very difficult to to play the market and to. to and to be recognizable and to to find your little segment uh, and to, call to your own. yes because uh, because people need need uh, newness uh, all the time. All but the then, time. And then there's yeah. also I know we were talking about this and there's also people out there who are just knocking off all of your ideas like the the amazing Swarovski crystal boots like I don't know how many different people I saw trying to steal your 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 idea, which is clearly your idea. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What it's difficult for if you if your brand is uh, is a young is that your ideas are uh, sometimes reworked by big brands, mm. and uh, nobody knows that you were the f- was the first. That's why Instagram uh, is so important because you can. Push, That's why you, you love push, diet you product. <laughs> yes. Diet product, yes, because they, they 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 are good. They are good because they 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 help us yeah. to defend our mm-hmm. projects and our ideas. Mm-hmm. Because ideas are the the only way to 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 fight in fashion mm-hmm. today. Well, then, um, what would you recommend for designers today? I mean, what what's what's your advice to the young now that you're ten years I, in? The trend. Mm-hmm. The trend is something. Uh, is important to know mm-hmm. because uh, your point of view and your vision has to be modern mm-hmm. and but if you are too obsessed in what is uh, 
trend in that moment, mm-hmm. uh, the risk is you lose your uh, authentic uh, creativity. Mm-hmm. What I recommend is to be uh, very, very curious about everything, to know everything uh, in, in the world, because uh, you can never be sure you found the solution or uh, mm-hmm. the most important uh, idea ever, because mm-hmm. uh, maybe a Japanese There's designer... There's nothing new under the sun. No, because it's yeah. very difficult to, 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 to do something new. Mm-hmm. So, more you know, and mm-hmm. more you can try to... Find your to, place to find, in the world. Yes. Yeah. If I consider uh, the, the many collections I did, and I never, never uh, thought about uh, trend. Yes, mm-hmm. I and when I did exactly what I what I was loving yeah. in that moment, yeah. when I started, someone wrote that I was too ladylike, for example, and street street style was uh, coming out. Starting, yeah. Yes, was coming out. But uh, if what you do is nice, beautiful, is a uh, concrete uh, and. Uh, very very authentic yeah. uh, I think you can find uh, your place okay. I have a kind of a technical question I was surprised to see that when I went on to your website that buy everything on Farfetch so is that your sole point of online sale then I mean is that a tactical choice that you're just teaming up with them or it was an experiment because uh, e-commerce is a very important uh, way to understand what people uh, buy yeah and the next step is, uh, of course, uh, maybe a, a, a private e-commerce, mm-hmm. uh, Marco De Vincenzo one. Yeah, because you don't have any yes. concrete stores. You don't have no. a flagship store no, somewhere. No, not yet. And, ah. uh, not yet. I hope to. But in this moment, uh, uh, also a virtual uh, uh, store where you can where you can find everything by that designer. Because sometimes a store, multi stores don't understand the collection or are interested in one part of that mm-hmm. what what an e-commerce for example can represent for you is a place where people can find your vision completely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a store is a very very difficult uh, step because uh, you you need a lot of money you you, you need to understand a store is a very very big investment yeah and uh, you don't you and it's difficult to to understand for example what's the best city yeah farfetch for example yeah. you you we understood what's your uh, what what what's at the moment our best uh, best uh, country mm-hmm. we know that the us and uh, hong kong are our uh, best best uh, so that might help uh, you pinpoint uh, where yes. you would open a store absolutely do you think that it's important to open a store do you think it it's is it a rite of passage or can you just live Entre guillemets, as they say in French, you can live in the virtual space and that that's enough no, for a No, it's, it's important. It's important that a store. I, I believe in uh, buying in a, in a store, entering, uh, discovering the atmosphere of the creative designer. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an universe. I, I like to, to understand the collection going in the store. So I think it's a, it's, it's a very important step for, mm-hmm. uh, for a brand. I, I, I would love the idea, the idea to, to, to open uh, a Marco de Vincenzo store. It's uh, it's like um, I I don't uh, it's like to to go in, in into a, a church. It's yeah. a it's the atmosphere. The, there's a there's a the very, very yeah. yes. The ambience is very very important. Mm-hmm. And what you try to do, for example, when you when you when you make a show, uh, you you study the the stage, the mm-hmm. the colors. Yes, yeah. a, a story is uh, your point of view, your vision and fashion, and uh, yes, it's complete stories that. That's why it's important. 
So working two full-time jobs, when you do need to recharge your batteries, what is your, what is your secret joy? Yeah, when, I, when I stop creating it, it's difficult because uh, creativity is very, very... Uh, yeah, all-encompassing. Uh, yes, it's uh, all everywhere. Yep. And uh, I, I like to, to go to the sea. For me, coming back to, not only in, to Sicily, but to every, every, every place where in, in front of the sea, is a really, really my my I, I feel to be yes in a, in harmony with the, with the, with the world or with the, what's around me. Just because I I'm, I need to create and uh, and I never never stop to create. Yeah. The, the seaside is uh, the, the only place where I can stop thinking. Really, when I became a designer, yes, uh, my eighteen years spent in my island were so important, but I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know uh, in exactly for what mm-hmm. reason and, and what, what was the reason. But it was important because they were a way to recharge and to discover more about you without expressing it. And All right, Marco, I'm going to ask you the same um, five generic fashion questions that I ask everyone now. Yeah. So, all right, here we go. What is your favorite piece of clothing that you own, your most precious piece of clothing? For me, just uh, maybe, maybe a shirt, yes. There are a lot of many, many vintage shirts I, in, in my wardrobe I, I, I really, really love. I like to buy, I like buying vintage, yes. It's, mm. uh, it's a very, because it's, uh, it's so, interesting to find a piece that is perfect for you very clean new and you you have the impression to re, re, to give it to it uh, another opportunity in the in the world yeah okay. for me is there was one piece um, of clothing that you think a girl maybe she doesn't have a lot of money or, or if to really invest in that there's that one piece that you really want to spend your money on what would that be i think uh, a beautiful a beautiful um, coat maybe coat. yes Okay. A coat for winter and a bag uh, if uh, if you consider uh, all the year. Yes, a, a coat for winter, but a beautiful bag is uh, always always the best investment. I me. saw you check out my bag when I came in. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's, no, it's incredible. It's... <laughs> I, I reckon, yes, it's incredible. Sometimes my friends. Uh, show me a bag on a magazine and, uh, and and ask me what is it and I always recognize and know exactly what bag it is. Yes, it's a very, very... Yes. Only your whole life doing yes, bags. Yes, bags okay. are in my life. <laughs> yeah, they're in your blood. Um, who is your favorite designer, living or dead? My favorite designer uh, living uh, is, um, is young. Uh, I always talk about him, but maybe he doesn't know about my passion for him and it's Christopher Kane. Really? Yeah. Christopher Kane? My favorite ever, yes. Really? Christopher is uh, what I wait uh, for every season. His wow. work is uh, his mind is something I'm very, very fascinated He's got an amazing yes. mind. Yeah, yes, very, very incredible. different. Yeah, very yeah. different. He's, uh, for me, is the, the best designer at okay. this moment. All right. What trend, we already talked that you don't like trend, but what trend would you never follow? Is there one kind of trend that you would never get behind? Uh, I think I, I, I never uh, followed, uh, and, and maybe I, I never, mm, and I never did the, the street style, but not because I don't love it, because it's very, very far from my, from my attitude, so it's uh, very difficult for me to think about uh, uh, a street style outfit, it's very, very something far from my vision. Okay, and then last question, what do you love most about fashion? Ah, most, for me... 
uh, what a, it's just a, an expression, a way to express creativity and, and people use to express their, themselves. For me, fashion is a, a project and what I like in fashion is a mind of people while working and while projecting something. What I don't love in fashion is uh, sometimes what's around because it's very, very uh, stressful because you, you, you need to talk about your work, you need to, to find every, every time something you don't know. What is uh, difficult in uh, creativity is that uh, you do something uh, without knowing uh, always why you did it. Mm. It's, uh, it's, not, uh, it's, it's very, very... Creativity is uh, an expression, so you do... You, you, you don't always know why you love or don't love the kind, the, the thing. Mm -hmm. It's not uh, always so, it's, uh, it's difficult to, to, to find uh, uh, a way to... Articulate to, the yes, reasoning. Yes, the reason, because there's something very, very unknown. Mm -hmm. And especially the... that, the part of unknown is the most interesting. Uh, and what what fashion for me is uh, is that what I like in fashion is uh, is that way some people found to express themselves not only in terms of uh, designers but also in terms of uh, uh, wearing fashion uh, who buys fashion and do designs fashion uses fashion to express themselves and that, that and that kind of magic moment uh, you sketch a dress and that kind of magic moment. Uh, uh, you wear something you, you like to express yourself, it's exactly the reason of fashion for me. Marco, grazie mille. Grazie. It's wonderful, you're the best. Don't want to miss an episode of Fashion Your Seatbelt? No problem. Just go to iTunes or wherever you download your podcasts and click on the subscribe button. Then every new episode will drop into your feed automatically. No fuss, no muss. Fashion Your Seatbelt is made possible thanks to the wonderful people at Launchmetrics, the software company that is powering the fashion industry, and GPS Radar, the members-only website where leading fashion brands and media connect in style. I am a member of GPS Radar, and I can tell you, as a journalist, it has made my work life run much more smoothly. Believe me, I know. I'm Jessica Michaud.